today and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God, to the revealed truth about who He is and why He lived on this earth and came into this world? Great to welcome you today. Thank you for letting me into your life. Thank you for taking the opportunity just to listen for these free few brief moments every day, and I hope that it has been an encouragement and a blessing to you. My favorite week of the year. Here we are in the Passion Week uh, where we celebrate uh, the Lord Jesus Christ who brought glory to the Father in heaven by coming to this earth for a specific purpose. I welcome you today. Uh, This podcast, of course, is being released on Thursday of Passion Week, and we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Uh, It is, uh, everybody knows if you've been in in Christianity or in America for any length of time, uh, the question is, everybody knows that Jesus was crucified on Good Friday, right? Well, not necessarily so. Uh, In fact, the scriptural evidence for a Friday crucifixion of our Lord is very, very weak and uh, I don't believe reliable. It comes from other religious traditions that I just don't think have the, uh, the, the, uh, the backing of the Word of God. Throughout the centuries, we've always remembered His crucifixion on Friday. It's called Good Friday for obvious reasons. Um, and, but it's before Sunday. And uh, is Friday the correct day is the question. Does the Bible support a Friday crucifixion? Or do the feasts of the Lord point to another day? What about Jesus' words? Is it possible that the crucifixion was on a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday or whatever? Uh, What does the Bible reveal? And once again, I suggest to you that the biblical evidence for a Friday crucifixion is very weak. The primary support from it that Bible scholars might point to is Mark chapter 15 and verse 42, in which the Bible says, And now when the even was come, because it was the preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath. And so Bible scholars have taken that, sometimes not very well informed Bible scholars, uh, and they've taken that and they then formulate the understanding that Friday was the day that our Lord was crucified. Now, it's important to you, for you to remember that the Jewish day, as I mentioned in the last podcast, began with the evening hours at nightfall at 6 p.m. That's when they count their day as beginning and on into the next day till 6 p.m., uh, in the evening, which would begin the very next day. And it would last during all through the night and those daylight hours. Therefore, the Jews' weekly Sabbath, okay, follow me on this, the Jews would celebrate the Sabbath beginning at nightfall, uh, on uh, uh, which we would consider Friday night, and lasted until the end of the daytime hours on Saturday. So from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Saturday is the Jewish weekly Sabbath. Um, It's important to understand that their day was marked by evening and morning. All right. So it's good to remember that. And by the way, that's the way the Lord declared it when he created the world. Now, every weekly Sabbath had a day of preparation on the preceding day. 
It was a day to prepare for the coming Sabbath so that you didn't have to do any work on that day. You would prepare your food. You would do any work that needed to be done so that you wouldn't have to uh, continue those efforts. And the church has always assumed that to be Friday afternoon because we date our days differently. Uh, And that would have preceded the weekly Saturday Sabbath. But is that correct? Well, in order to answer that, you have to remember that there are a number of other Sabbaths in addition to the weekly Sabbath. Please understand, if you're listening to this today, the word Sabbath means a cessation or a rest. It has nothing to do with the number seven. It simply means a day of rest. God declared a rest for his people with weekly Sabbaths. There were feasts throughout the year in in the uh, uh, in the people of Israel that they were to celebrate. They were holy days. They were convocation days. They were days when they ceased from their regular labors and dedicated those to some remembrance of blessings of God. Uh, collectively, all of these Sabbaths are called seasons or God's appointed times. And there are many of them like Yom Kippur. Uh, there's the weekly Sabbath. There's the seven days of Passover, each of which is considered a Sabbath, a time of remembrance and rest of uh, what God did in delivering his people from Israel. And there is the Feast of Tabernacles, Sukkot as it's called. Uh, So there are a number of them throughout the Jewish calendar. Uh, The early church considered the reference to the Sabbath in Mark 15 verse 42 to mean the weekly Sabbath. The problem with that is Since Jesus was crucified on the day of preparation, they assumed that that means it took place on Friday afternoon. And the error is that the Sabbath referred to in Mark 15 is literally the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which was one of seven holy days of Passover. So you had the Passover Sabbath included in uh, or right next to the weekly regular Sabbath that the Jews celebrated. And so the Passover Sabbath, uh, the first day of unleavened bread, is known as the Feast of Passover, which was celebrated in remembrance of the Israelites being delivered from Egyptian bondage. So this feast is set on the 15th of Nisan, which is their month that they celebrate, Leviticus 23. You can read that for yourself. It could fall on any day of the week. Um, But this feast day is a high Sabbath, a day of rest. It's also called a high day and was preceded by a day of preparation for that as well. John 19 verse 31, the Bible says, Therefore, because it was the preparation day, that the body should not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken, that they might be taken away. So John 19.31 says that Jesus was crucified on the preparation day before the high day, Sabbath, and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And so that places the date of Jesus' crucifixion on the 14th of Nisan. Uh, And since the Passover feast is set according to the calendar, uh, the question becomes on what day of the week was that feast on that year. I want to suggest to you three reasons. We'll cover one of them for a Thursday crucifixion. I happen to hold to that, and I'm going to share these reasons for you from Scripture, and uh, and also why a Wednesday or a Friday crucifixion doesn't fit what the Bible reveals. 
Now, having said all that, I just want you to please understand, though there are different views on this subject, you ought to study the Bible, come to your own conclusion. I would suggest that you not become too bogged down by the minutia of what thing, what what uh, of the exact time or or specific time. But I think this is important, and I but I want to give this reminder: don't let discussions on this subject become divisive. Remember, uh, the actual day is not necessarily what's important. Uh, But the important lesson about the day of crucifixion is this. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is so important to remember. It is the fact that Christ died to provide redemption for every human soul. Why a Thursday crucifixion? Well, I'm just going to suggest in closing out this podcast that the words of Jesus are the the biggest reason. Uh, They come directly from him. In Matthew 12, 40, Jesus said, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of that Uh, that fish, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So Jesus clearly stated that he would be there in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. And I take those words to mean exactly what Christ said. Only a Thursday crucifixion really does provide three days and three nights. I would suggest to you that anything less than a Wednesday, excuse me, a Thursday crucifixion does not accomplish this. So then what was going on here? If I had to list the events that was going on as you're listening to this podcast, we, if we understand the Thursday crucifixion to be correct, then Thursday actually began uh, on 6 p.m. on Wednesday evening in which the preparation day would be going on. Uh, There was uh, the preparation for the the actual, the, the Last Supper, uh, the time for the disciples and our Lord to then go out into the garden, and there would be the betrayal, and then the trial, and then the crucifixion of the Lord during the day on Thursday. Uh, that was the preparation day before the celebration of that high Passover uh, day, uh, Sabbath. And so it was a preparation day. Our Lord would have had his trial closed out on Thursday morning, as we understand it. Uh, He would have hung on the cross from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Thursday during the day. And then he would have been buried after 3 p.m., which meant that he was there uh, a part of the day on Thursday. And uh, before sundown, which in the Jewish reckoning would a part of a day and would uh, stand for the entire day, and the Lord then would have been in the tomb. So today, as you're listening to this podcast, is a day that I commemorate and celebrate the crucifixion of our Savior. It was today that He went to the cross and He paid sin's price for all of eternity for those that would come to Him. 
By the way, I might add that this is the greatest time for me to extend to you the gospel invitation. I don't know how you came upon this particular podcast, but I would be remiss in my duty if I didn't extend to you the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and tell you the greatest story ever told is that there is a Savior who loves you. He knows that you're broken. He knows that we all come into this world as sinful, broken people. And perhaps today you would recognize that and come to Him and receive His forgiveness. And God will save your soul and give you a home in heaven. I wonder today, do you know Him? Do you know the Savior? Do you Have you trusted Him? He's willing today to save you. And He's able to do so if you'll come to Him. Won't you turn to Him?